Well, hello, and welcome to an all-new episode of the Transfix Take podcast, where we are performance-driven. Each week, we deliver news, insights, and trends for shippers and carriers from our market expert, Justin Mays. Mays, there's something a little different about this peak season. Can you tell me what it is? Hey, Jenny. Glad to be back with you as well this week. And like you said, it's not much of a peak season, a muffled one, if anything. And carriers continue to battle through this tough time as we round out 2022. So what's the difference between right now versus where we started at the top of the year? Well, Jenny, it's a stark difference from how we started the year. And we've even seen spot rates drop 27% since March after a bull market for nearly two years, created by a big surge in demand coupled with supply chain bottlenecks causing congestion. And a great need for carriers to move that freight in and out of the ports. Carriers, especially smaller ones, continue to navigate lower rates and higher operational costs. The question is, this time around, can the crystal ball tell us where the floor is on spot rates? As we start seeing carriers and drivers leave the market, when will we see the end of the decline? We have seen a reduction in the speed at which rates are declining, but have we reached the bottom and how far are we? Is a big question that we are here to answer. And this is something that has been evolving for a while now, right? Susquehanna Equities analyst Basco Majors noted that, quote, domestic truckload rates, including fuel, are trending sub-seasonally for the eighth consecutive week, marking the longest sub-seasonal streak in eight years of historical data. And that was back on September 14th, according to FreightWaves. So where would you say we're at now, Maze? Well, Jenny, as you point out, this industry is used to anything but the ordinary. And one thing that really jumps out to me is the traditional driver and volume and spot rates in Q4. That's the West Coast. And the West Coast right now is anything but that. Specifically, Southern California, which drives volume into the spot market through late Q3 and Q4 as shippers move more imported freight across the country to fill shelves for the holiday season. This year, it's a different story. As import levels continue to nosedive on the West Coast, a result in rerouting goods to other ports around the US and just less overall demand from shippers as they continue to right-size inventories. This nosedive of imports has dried up the spot market on the West Coast. And tender rejections, get this Jenny, tender rejections are below 2% in this region. Which is wild because in around this time in 2020, tender rejection rates on the West Coast were about 20%, 20%. Additionally, Southern California, home of the largest freight market by volume, Ontario, California, is witnessing tender rejections below 2%, which spells trouble for carriers who were hoping for any disruption caused by a significant surge of imports. Southern California still is pushing out volume, but it's clear to say that the capacity can handle any surge in volume and we will not see any domino effects created by tender rejections in Southern California or the West Coast by that means. And so what that signals to me is that this holiday season, it's a shipper's game. And we thought maybe there might be a swing, but it looks like there's not. Well, Jenny, to dive a little deeper into imports, most of us probably don't remember or may not even have been in the industry the last time imports in Southern California were this low. It was 2009, that's right, over 10 years ago. Imports in Los Angeles and Long Beach were down in September, again compared to the previous month, 15% and 11% respectively. However, even with lower volumes, congestion still hovers over Southern California ports. 
as the number of ships raiding in San Pedro Bay has deteriorated from the numbers we saw in the previous two years when port congestion and the number of ships waiting off the coast were frontline news in mainstream media. This year, congestion at terminals continues to be a bottleneck even with lower volumes, and it's pretty obvious why. Shippers are just delaying to pick up cargo and instead utilizing containers as storage as they have nowhere else to bring this inventory right now. And if this wasn't enough, labor union discussions have just popped right back up as one of the main unions, the BMWED, rejected the tentative deal reached back on September 11. So even though imports are taking a nosedive, Jenny, it's still something that we need to keep an eye on as congestion can balloon if issues continue to compound. But it would take a lot to start shaping up some disruption in the truckload sector. This is something we're obviously gonna be keeping a very close eye on. If you remember last time around this year, we had some issues with the imports that really took over the holiday season and flipped it on its head. But let's take a look outside of the Golden State. Where are we at at other regions, Maze? Freight markets have been stagnant for the most part throughout the US. Over the past week, we haven't seen much moving at all. The Midwest and Pacific Northwest continue to be areas that we are seeing some spot rates increase and we should expect this through the next several weeks. Rising rates in the Pacific Northwest are being driven by produce, as October is the peak harvest month in this region. And Jenny, combine produce harvest with the volume of Christmas trees that we see come out of this region, and you'll find why this is still one region where carriers are seeing spot freight rates increasing in their favor. Though, it is very timid due to the lack of overall freight in the market throughout the U.S. All right, and what about the Midwest? The Midwest is another region where spot rates are slightly increasing following a normal seasonality trend. Traditionally, out in the Midwest, as temperatures start to rise, spot rates follow path. And we are seeing no different this year. Although, like I said before, with the Pacific Northwest, as rates are increasing, they are increasing at very insignificant levels. One thing to be on the watch out for is the weather out in the Midwest. As it snows, we could start seeing some disruption. Okay, Maze, and that poses the question, how low can we go when it comes down to truckload spot rates? It looks like we are nearing a floor. Shippers continue to test the waters on how low they can push spot rates and simultaneously are attempting to push down contract rates. And they are succeeding. But as a result, we see the spread between spot and contract rates contract at a slow rate. But this is not due to spot rates increasing. Instead, contract rates are being pushed down by shippers. But we are seeing spot rates and contract rates start to slowly close in the gap. And currently, we are seeing a high number of trucking authorities revoked every month, higher than any time in history. Now, this is the opposite from the previous two years when new operating authorities hit new highs as all-time high spot rates propelled drivers to establish their own authority or to enter the industry. This was much needed as consumer demand drove all-time high volumes, but today the freight industry is in a different position. So with that context now, what do you think, Maze? Did we hit the floor? Are we close to it? What's going on? I believe it is possible that we are near the floor on spot rates, and we will see these continue to stay stagnant, but contract rates are a different story. As most of the truckload freight is moved via contract, if shippers can decrease contract rates meaningfully, this will start having a larger impact on the industry as it starts impacting larger carriers and brokers. 
holidays will likely help the spot market keep rates from hitting the floor through parts of Q4, but I think it is safe to say that overall, we are starting to approach that floor as we continue to see rates somewhat stay stagnant and even increase in other regions following traditional seasonality. All right, well, we will definitely be checking this out in the next couple of weeks, but Mains, what can we look forward to on next week's show? Well, Jenny, next week we'll check back to see if there's any other trends to call out on what could potentially be a signal of where rates may go and the floor may lie. It was great seeing you again this week, Jenny, and look forward to next week. Until then, my friend, we'll see you next week with an all-new episode. Drive safely. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of Transfix Inc. or any parent companies or affiliates or the companies with which the participants are affiliated and may have been previously disseminated by them. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are based upon information considered reliable, but neither Transfix Inc. nor its affiliates nor the companies with which the participants are affiliated warrant its completeness or accuracy and it should not be relied upon as such. All views and opinions are subject to change.